Hi, I'm Darcy. And I'm Kelly. And thanks for joining us for And, and Another, Another Thing, Thing, where we talk about current events, pop culture, things we love, things we don't, all slathered in gobs of laughter, and all the feels. So grab a drink, sit down, and join us for And, and Another Thing, Thing with Darcy and, and Kelly, the podcast. Hello, thingies. This is Darcy. And this is Kelly. Welcome. Today's episode is called See You you Next Tuesday. Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So let's get this out of the way first. So for those of you who don't know what that's referring to and you're like, why are you being so rude, ladies? (laughs) Um, That's trending. That was trending on Twitter this weekend in relation to uh, Drumpf's a, a baseless a, announcement that he's they're coming for him Tuesday tomorrow that he's gonna be arrested tomorrow yeah and um meanwhile you know as I was kind of digging into this anything. a little bit yeah Reuters reports that a spokesperson for Trump says nobody's told us they're coming to get him no so is, yeah this is specifically to rile up his his followers yes this is going to start another January 6th. That's what I'm concerned about. Me too. Me is too. That, Absolutely. Yeah. I just, and in case you're curious, this is a possible indictment for paying off Stormy Daniels. This is specifically for that coming out of the campaign money. Right. Yeah. Yes. And his uh, former attorney, Michael Cohen, testified last week or the week before and Stormy testified as well, yeah. I believe. And as much as I couldn't stand Michael Cohen, I have to say, whenever a Jewish guy is involved, it, it embarrasses me so much mm. to no end that a Jew is involved in this. But he's kind of redeemed himself by coming clean. He is like, he's been yeah. like Johnny on the spot testifier guy. Yeah. Which I know part of, well, he served a sentence. I mean, I'm sure it got yeah. reduced. Yeah. But he did go to prison. Yep. Um, so it's not just for that. He mm-hmm. just is finally like, you know, all the patsies yeah. and Trump turns against, mm-hmm. but not all of them do. That's the problem. There are yeah. still some that are goddamn loyal to him, and yeah. I don't get it. I feel really bad for those who, there seem to be the people who are like, they're still with him. And then there's a, a group of people who were with him at the beginning and then came to their senses and are trying as hard as they can to make right what they feel that they were responsible for. And I kind of want to be like, like one of the, the, the like one. Cohen is one of those. Yes, Cohen is yeah. one of those. And he's basically like, where and when do you want me? Yep. I will give you everything you and I, need. And he's got, he knows where the dead bodies are buried. Oh, totally. He was with him for how many years? A long, a long, long, long time. But there's like the, the one Republican at the table on The View, you know, well, Anna still says she's a Republican, but, you know, Alyssa Farrah Griffin, she, bless her heart, Twitter's after her almost every day because they are like, well, you worked in the White House and you're just as bad as him. And she keeps saying on the show, I know it was a mistake. I am paying for my mistake. Right. I am trying to fix it. And I feel like we need to give people the benefit of the doubt when so they like, okay. wake up to that. Right, you like know? Rick Wilson, he founded the oh. Lincoln Project. Oh, right. Yep, yep, He's- yep. Um, and he still considers himself a Republican, as mm. does George Conway, but they just are not going right. to take the shit anymore. 
Yeah. And that's okay with me because my thing is you have to understand th that uh, it's okay to have your particular values, whether they're conservative or liberal or in between or anything like that. Absolutely. But if you can't get past your own quote set of values, and I use the word values very, you know, uh, loosely. loosely, thank you. Understand when you're being taken. Yep. And, and lied to and snowed, and when you are on board with fascism. His whole, <sighs> Trump's whole life has been one big grift. And he's um, teaching his yes. kids to be grifters. And taught. it's just It's taught. ungrained yeah. already. Hopefully Baron is escaping from Ugh. it. I really hope that kid is like sheltered Well, his somewhere. mother's a grifter too. Yeah, she you sure know? is. She was a yeah. hooker. And yeah. she found her golden ring. Mm -hmm. And God, if I... I I wouldn't touch him with a 10 foot pole. I don't care how much money or how much my parents got their citizenship. To, uh, you, you couldn't pay me enough. And I I'm know. sorry, Stormy Daniels, you, you got underpaid. $130,000 is nothing to have nothing to sleep with that. from a man who claims to be a billionaire. So it's just... My sister and I, Karen, if you're listening, she and I had a really interesting conversation this morning. And my sister's very liberal. And I've talked about on the show how my brothers are not. So it's like the girls are, the boys are not. Um, that kind of makes sense. You know yeah. what I mean? Like as females, we, we have to lean right? liberally in yeah. some places. Right. You know, guys don't care because it doesn't affect them. Right. You're right. Sorry, brothers Goodman. No um, offense. That's okay. They would never, I don't think they would ever listen to this. <laughs> but um, so my sister and I were talking about this morning about the, the so-called evangelicals. And she said, you know, she has this theory and it's really brilliant that politics and Christianity didn't really mix until um, whole Tim and Tammy Faye. Because then they saw they could raise millions of dollars and mm -hmm. have a say, have a seat at the mm -hmm. political table. Yeah. Because that's when the moral majority started. That's why Jerry Falwell. Right? And that's why all that right around that time. Mm -hmm. And she said that's when it started becoming synonymous with being a Republican is when yeah. the Republicans saw how much money was involved by party by pairing up with the evangelicals. Right. Yeah. And I think she's I right. think she's right. I absolutely and that's think how you get right. the Joel Osteens. That's how you get mm -hmm. these super churches. And yeah. well, I, okay. Sidebar. Yes. Detour. I'm going to say it. I think people are too hard on Joel Osteen. Okay. And here's why. Because from my understanding, yeah, he lives in a mansion and yeah, he has expensive cars and all that stuff. But from my understanding is he doesn't take a salary from the church. He makes his money and on his CDs and, and books and speaking engagements, stuff like that. And I'm sorry, you don't have to agree with what he's talking about, but that's, that's an American, honest living. That's the American dream. That's what capitalism was based on. You yeah. can't fault him for that. I didn't know that. If he's not taking it from his congregation... That's my understanding. Nobody will believe that, though. The people who hate him are like, that's a lie. They oh, have no. nothing to base it on. But and it goes you know. both ways that we, you know, I'm just as guilty as not looking into that as, you know, somebody else. Mm -hmm. And I just have a problem when there's homeless and they have the Absolutely. super church and they yes, are you're not right. feeding the, you know. Yeah. If he wants to, you know, buy a car and it's his own money, I don't have a problem with that. But as a man of God, I feel my my pet peeve is that he doesn't do enough as a man of God. I, yeah, I, I don't disagree with that necessarily. And I don't know what their charitable contributions through the church are, what they're doing. If they have a homeless ministry or an right. unwed mother ministry, lots of churches have unwed mother ministries to try and avoid ladies having abortions right. and, you know, stuff like that. I don't know because I'm not there in Houston. Well, but. and also that's a good point because 
isn't it one of the tenets of Christianity that you give anonymously? I was raised that way. Like, like you're you not supposed to deal. get, you know, you're not supposed to get the, the glory for it. Right. You're just supposed to do it because you're called to do that as a person. You're called to pay it forward. Right. You and, know what I mean? And I, like I said about being embarrassed about Cohen, I'm also embarrassed about the Jews never got that lesson. Because <laughs> if you go to Cedar sinai you're uh-huh. sitting in the Shmuel and Rebecca Rabinowitz um, <laughs> waiting room and you're drinking out of the, you know, the Becky and, and Mel Cohen coffee urn. Like everything has a <laughs> yes. plaque on it. You're sitting in the Rabinowitz seat and you're using, you're right. you know, the, the Finkelstein's pen. Yeah. <laughs> Everything has its name on it, and True. we did not but, learn that lesson. But that's because y'all are in the Old Testament. I don't think they said be anonymous till the New Testament. I think Jesus said, "Shut your mouth about it." Right? Just give for the, <laughs> no, I remember. I remember my mom. She used to volunteer at Hadassah, which gives money to like hospitals and 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 universities in Israel. And she said people would donate like two dollars, and they'd, <laughs> they'd send like ten cards to everybody they know that they made a contribution. Oh to my lord! <laughs> what is that about? That's hilarious. I know, I know. But anyway, so wow. we don't know what he does in right. his own. We don't, you know. And, and the whole thing about when Houston had that terrible flooding and. There was a whole backlash about how the church didn't open its doors to help people. The Astrodome did, but the, oh, the Osteen But the Osteen did. Church didn't. But here's the thing that people forget. And look this up. Y'all Google this. The city wouldn't allow it to be used because it wasn't, there were codes where it wasn't safe that. to have that many people sheltering in place there. I believe that. And, and so what are they supposed to, like, what are they supposed to do? That's a rock and a hard place, you know? Yeah. And some people are like, they should have done it anyway. And I'm like... I don't know who's making that call. Maybe, and that's the thing too. Maybe a church that big, you've got a team of people making those of calls. You, do. you know, and but I'm they're sure all going to blame is Joel. A safety officer who's like, no, we can't do this. What you know, it's yeah. not up to code, and yeah. and uh, who knows how bad they were flooded too. Yeah. So, I and I'm not saying he's all. You know, yeah. I'm just saying I think there are people out there who just because they're Christians making money doesn't automatically make them evil, and we shouldn't assume that and. And I am not a believer that we should suffer as a person who was raised evangelical and raised to believe that we're supposed to be suffering constantly, you know, for, for our faith. I just don't believe that shit anymore. And so I would just really like it. And people take the whole God hating rich people thing out of context. You have to understand, you have to understand the history of what was going on at the time and who the Pharisees were and what they were doing and, and why they were bad rich people, you know? No, you're right. And, and I also think that it's a good point that I'm sure there are ministries out there who are robbing their people. Absolutely. Absolutely. But why we put Joel Osteen as the poster child for it. I'm I know. Not sure it's, I, I mean, I always assumed it was warranted, but I'm glad you mm-hmm. I, see. I learned. Well, that's the thing, too. too. If don't you think a guy who lives in a mansion with 27 rooms and he's got 10 cars, don't you think the IRS is keeping their nose in it? Like he's bla- it's blatant. It's there. You know, if, if there was something they could catch him on, I'm sure they'd have done it right. by now. Right, right, right. You know, so I'm just saying. Yeah, and we're gonna get shit for this. They're gonna, our listeners are gonna come for us for this, but that's okay because I'm like, just bring us the receipts. Is all I'm well, saying. And I bring me some receipts. More, I, I I should vet it better. Mm-hmm. So, be, or and any people better. are so <laughs> all up in Joel Osteen's grill. 
including evangelicals, because they don't like that he preaches that God doesn't want you to suffer. But they're totally 100,000% on board with claiming, bringing it back around to our original point. Thank you very much. Drumpf is a billionaire who loves Jesus. And I'm sorry, if you can't tell the difference yep. between the two, I, I don't know what to say to you because- And I think Trump has, doesn't have a religious bone in his body. No. I think that no. nothing about religiosity in that match. <laughs> okay, Jolene, once again. Our producer wants to get in on this. She's trying to climb She's up She's right side on your microphone. Chair. So. I don't know if I can edit that out, but that's okay. If you heard it, okay, my mic is going to the other non-Jolene side. Okay. Yeah, we try to get her, you know, on the the lap before we start, and she won't have it. But then we start, and she's all, let me play. Exactly. I went in on this, too. So, anyway. But just, yeah, that's, the, the whole thing is, like, there's, there's so many lies. Everything that comes out of Drum's mouth is a lie, but you're going to give certain preachers crap and let him off the hook. I don't, I don't understand it. Yeah, I don't I agree. understand it. I agree. And then while we're talking about like how there is not a shred of moral compass left in the far right what about DeSanto, I know we weren't going to talk about this. Wait, George Santos no, or Santos. Ron DeSantis? So, no, I got it. Yeah, Santos. George Santos, who promised he wouldn't run again, just filed to run. What the hell? That... I, I just, I can't believe how somebody blatantly, 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 I'll say it a third time, lies. And it's like, it's okay. This man is not right in the head. I think so too. I think he's As a they sociopath. they would say, he ain't, that kid ain't right. He's a, <laughs> he's a sociopath because he believes Absolutely. his own lies. And for uh, the, to, the good news is that the Republican Party, the local uh, Republican chapter where he is, are, are saying that they're not going to endorse him at least. I heard woman but on CNN. It's disgusting because it's like Long Island is where yeah. his. It, he disgusts us. He's disgusting. He is. That's a, 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 just why. Where are they getting these people from? And yeah, his his uh, filed his papers specifically to start raising money oh to campaign. God. And clearly it, he has this track record of stealing money and not actually uh, and like you know, so I think the only here's way the thing, third district of New York, if you vote for him again, you get exactly what you fucking Absolutely. deserve. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think the only thing, only way he can be tired is from the ethics committee. Right. So that goes to show you that they don't think. And they've gutted the ethics is, committee. Right. I think it's antithetical to lie through your yeah. teeth. Sorry, we went me, off on No, a, that's okay, because that led me to something else where I just read this. New York Times reports and says the House Republicans have quietly halted congressional investigation into whether Trump profited improperly from the presidency. They are they full on it? with Hunter's, you know, laptop, but they're, they've quietly stopped investigating whether or not he made money from being president. Of course he made money. And from we all being know president. he did. And that just, these whether are the it was people, directly or indirectly, I don't give a rat's ass, but yeah. Um, they stopped that. Yeah. Because they don't want to, you know. Is that McCarthy's doing? I don't know for sure. That was mostly the headline. I didn't go too deep into it. But well, um, he makes me want say he said on Twitter that he's like, this is ridiculous. And we're wasting taxpayer so dollars so with was. this indictment stuff and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, 
you're just, a, you're just, everybody He's hates you, McCarthy. Your own people hate you. How many was it? 11 tries till he got the votes? How oh, many? no, I think it was like 16, 15 or 16. Yeah. Why at the 14th time did people like fewer people should have voted for because him? he gave them the concessions they wanted that he didn't even believe in himself. And was he crossing his fingers behind his back when he did it? Ugh. I don't know. I just I am so disgusted. Like even any shred about like the Lincoln Project or any like the Republicans against Trump. And and, you know, there are conservatives out there that make a lot of sense to me. Sure. Um, they really do. I mean, like I said, old-timey conservatives that it's uh, money and it's homeland security and it's, you know, things like that. Mm -hmm. I still think makes sense. But the, the yes men, the syncophants that they have, yeah. and it just will go along with it. They'll, they'll let a sitting official lie through their teeth. Mm. I, I just, I don't understand. I don't yeah. understand how there could still be such yes men. I don't either. And part of me thinks, I was thinking about this on the way over here, that half of me thinks the only way to save the Republican Party is if Trump says time to go. I want to make sure if I'm making it very clear, unalived, unalive. but I want to make sure I'm not calling yeah. for anything right. bad to happen to him in that regard. But, but then I think even if he is, if he does pass on, then that's going to relegate him to sainthood status amongst his Trumpanzies, and that might make things even worse. You know, we have to I do it in memory. I don't know and, that it can and, get worse. I really don't. Oh, I think I think it can. If well, he, if he's thing, elected again, it will get worse. Well, and the thing that I'm that is terrifying, but I'm also terrified about DeSantis because he's smart and yeah. he knows. Like I, I always and he's said a political about, animal. I was just going to say, and I always said that about Pence. Although in hindsight, I would have preferred Pence. Pence knew the politics. Pence was not a dumb man. Pence knew politics. Yeah. But Pence has a conscience. Yeah. I don't think, I think Donald Trump was born without a conscience. Uh, and oh, I think absolutely. his He's parents raised him that way. Yeah. I mean, you hear stories about his parents. They were no better. And I'm mm. sure he was abused. I'm sure. And I don't, you know, that's one person. I don't care. I'm sorry. I know that <laughs> makes me a horrible parent. I mean, a horrible person, but I don't feel sadness at all. I mean, I'm sure you were groomed to be who you are, but yeah. Oh, and so you in turn groomed your children and, oh, and now they're going to groom theirs. It's just, it's just so frustrating. It's, just it's also so interesting that, you know, Donnie Jr. is constantly tweeting in support and things have come out about what his father has said about him from I the know. time he was a kid. Like this, this, Junior just keeps is the dog that gets the shit kicked out of him by his yep. master, and then he still goes back yep. happily begging for love. Well, and, and it's I the feel saddest, like that's how thing. I think that's how Senior was with his father. Yeah, I with Fred. I think that he always did everything he could to get his father and his mother. She yeah. was no, she was um, no, <laughs> no sweetheart. Yeah, no walk in the park. <laughs> Yeah, I just, I mean, part of me feels bad for that this person, these people never stood a chance, you know, but at some point, somebody, you look at other people who have been through incredible, incredible hardships and abuse and terrible, and they come out and they, and they do good in the world right. and they make 
every effort to be the best person they can be. What's the difference and between these two do people? The, they do the work to break the cycle. Yeah. You know, they say hurt people hurt people. Yeah. But these, you know, there are some people who are like, I'm never going to do it. You hear all the time about fathers who are so close to their kids and so interested because I don't ever want to be like my father was to me. Right. You know that part of Trump, I 100% believe that he thinks that's what he's doing. Mm. I am so close to my boys because I wasn't close to my father. And it's like, whoa. whoa. Yeah. And he's really close to his daughter. We all know that. <laughs> he would date her if it wasn't. And he would. Yeah. There's a picture at Tiffany's wedding that said, I forget exactly, but it's like, here's one woman that he cheated on with that woman. And then the woman who yes. got pregnant by that. And, and it's like, all and they're all picture. standing there. Yes. And then, and then there's Guilfoyle, Dracula oh my lady. God. Cause all these, here's Tiffany's wedding, you know, her, her sister and her two mothers and, and like and, lovely and pastel. beautiful pastel. And then there's, you know, Vampira. Ursula. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She, I just, I can't, I can't like listen to her. I just, and when I look at her with those extensions and her big, uh, her her big overly processed lips and I just, she looks like a completely different person from when she was married to Newsom. And I guess (coughs) he was recently asked, I read this somewhere, recently asked what happened to her. He said she started working at Fox News. That's when she started to change. So she got indoctrinated. Yeah. Talk about grooming. I was just going to say, talk about grooming. Are you going to outlaw her for performing in a public place too? Because she looks more like a drag queen than any (laughs) drag queen I've ever seen. She should not be performing within a hundred feet of a school. She should not be allowed within a hundred feet of a school. Um, I posted on my timeline a picture of Dolly Parton saying, I dress more risque and have more makeup than any drag queen I know. Good Lord, I hope Tennessee doesn't, I saw that too. That's hilarious. I just, oh, Kimberly Guilfoyle. Oi, 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 honey. Anyway, get your popcorn this week, y'all. How are we going to get out of this? How are we going to get out of this? I don't, and I feel like we've got to, Biden always said he was going to be a transitional president, but I don't see that we have anybody ready to go. No, neither. Well, one thing also we need to stop. All, Democrats are all, who would we rather have instead of Biden running? Stop it. Stop it. Yeah. That's divisive. Absolutely. You know, if you look at his record, he is doing what we are. We asked him to do. Absolutely. I think he's doing a stellar job just because he's not out there tooting his own horn every five minutes like Trump was. Well, he's playing he's old working. school politics because that's what he knows. And that's yeah. what he's good at. And people don't understand that old school politics, it's not done on the on the, the house floor. It's done mm. in a bar over a steak. It's, it's done, done in their offices. It's quiet. It's, it's cronyism. It's, yeah. you know, I'll back that bill if I if you back this bill. And mm. and that's always going to be politics. If people don't understand absolutely. that they scratch each other's back, then, then you're an idiot. Yeah. But the thing is, he's just, he's doing a good job. He's doing the job that we asked him to do. He's not going to be perfect because no president's going to be perfect. But what we do not need to do is disrupt anything. If Biden is the only person that can beat Trump, if Trump doesn't get indicted and isn't, you know, if nothing is, happens is free with this to run again. and is free to run again, we cannot afford to let him be president ever again. And if Biden is the only person that can beat him, then we need to sit for four more years. Well, agreed. And I didn't say transitional in one term. I did not. I okay. purposely did not say one term president. Okay. He said and I'm not he would, yelling at you. It just no, made no. me think of. No, no, no. I, and I didn't take it as such, but I just want to be clear. Yeah. I didn't mean that 
that this is it. Yeah. Could be a term two term Because I think he knows that the old ways are moving out and that the younger people want a more progressive And I think that's what he meant by running yeah. on as a yeah. transitional president. But we've got to get somebody ready. Yeah. And Republicans, guess what? I'm not trying to help you win the race. You got to get somebody other than DeSantos. Yeah. I, I mean, DeSantis. Keep getting those two mixed up. <laughs> um, I don't know. My only hope is that one will take votes from the other and whoever the Democrat is will win by a ran- uh, landslide that Biden or, yeah. and I'm, I'm really disappointed in Kamala. I got to tell you, cause or, or well, where she, has she been? Exactly. She was, it, she was on uh, Colbert a couple nights ago, I guess. I and just, then heckled on her way out of yeah, the I heard studio that too. And I just by five Trump pansies. I I had so much hope and maybe she's being told that by her people or, you know, keep Mm. out of it. And she's working quietly behind the scenes. I don't Mm. know, but I I really thought that she would be a more. Well, I also know she was assigned to handle the border crisis. Right. And I'm not sure that anything has gotten done. I don't think so either. I haven't even seen footage of her walking around at the borders. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not I'm not exactly pleased. I'm just hoping that they're they're. Just busy working, and that's why they're not in in the public's face. Yeah, that's I, that's what I appreciated about the State of the Union address was that he came out and said, "This is what we've accomplished." Right. For the first time in his yeah. first term, you yeah. know. It's crazy making. It breaks it's crazy my brain. Making. Me too. Me too. And like, it's like every day you open, you do the do, the doom scroll on your phone, and it's like, what fresh mm-hmm. hell is this? Mm-hmm. What's coming up today? Yep. Ah, uh, folks, interact with us. What do you yeah. feel? Let us know what you're thinking please, about all of this. Please, please let us know what you're the thinking. See you next Tuesday indictment, hopefully. Yeah. Well, I really want a perp walk. They probably won't do it. I <laughs> do too. It would be such, it'd just be delicious. But you know, my a sister, she really, Karen, you, we had a really good discussion this morning. She had a lot of good points. She said, mm. you know, like during Watergate, all of those guys got the perp walk. Mm. Alderman, all, like, all of them. Yeah. They, you know, and the public needed it. They needed to see everybody in handcuffs. Mm-hmm. I need to see him in handcuffs. Yes. And this nonsense about what will it do to the country if he's indicted? I think it'll do far worse if he isn't. Yeah. I don't care that he's a president or was a president. Right. You know, if he committed the crimes, he needs to do the time. And Absolutely. that's, I don't care. Absolutely. We'll be fine. This specifically <laughs> is not a kingdom. This is not, yeah. uh, you know, a, a czar, a, you know, a czar dumb. <laughs> a, 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 a czar Regime? world. What would they say? What I do love is what? is the is the infighting. I love the fact that Margie <sighs> Taylor Green and Bobert are like are at yeah. each other's throats now. They were best friends and now they can't stand each other. I would say I would I love the whole thing that we talked about last week with Hannity and Laura Ingram and mm-hmm. and Tucker Carlson all privately hating Trump, but they need to publicly hate Trump. Yeah, I hate this. That yeah. I think. Anyway. Well, Laura just brought up the uh, COVID is a hoax thing again. So we're back on that bandwagon with and her. And MTG like, said that Russia never, uh, Russia, I don't know why everybody's talking about Russia invading Europe because they haven't, because I guess she didn't remember that Ukraine is in Europe. Oh <laughs> she's like, Russia hasn't invaded Europe. Because she's trailer trash. That's why she doesn't know where Europe is. Yeah. Sorry, Jesus. Not sorry. So anyway, yeah, fill us in, but now let's get to some, let's fun do some stuff. fun stuff. So this might be a little later than we'd like, but you know, we promised you a recap of the Oscars. Yes. And it is our 
second, third favorite day of the year. So I, of course, want to talk about what people wore. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. For sure. I have like five favorite looks. What do you think? My uh, favorite was Angela Bassett. 100 percent that purple dress was gorgeous and her hair and that that, color on her that serpentine snake i think it was harry winston Mm -hmm. serpentine necklace yeah beautiful and absolutely appropriate as the queen of all amazing things yes Yes. and wakanda that she should wear the royal color of purple i thought she looked amazing i just thought it was spectacular that was my top i have to say malala Yusuf Si. I loved Yusuf, it. Yusuf, Yusuf Si. That's how she says it. I thought she looked beautiful. I loved that Ralph dress. Ralph Lauren made that for her. With the built-in hijab. If you didn't yep. see it, it was all silver, like rhinestone, not uh, sequins. Sequins. Or it was, sequins. was gorgeous. And yep. it had a built-in hijab. Mm-hmm. It was modest, but it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And she had beautiful makeup on. She looked really pretty. She was not about Jimmy Kimmel talking to her in the, in the aisle way, though. Yeah. And with the cocaine bear coming out, like she was literally like backing away from the fake bear. And I was like, girl, it's all right. You're safe. It's good. But she did look really good. I thought that was fantastic. I loved Michelle Yeoh's dress. I'm kind of on the fence about it. I haven't actually liked much of what she's worn this season. I liked this one. Um, I thought it was feathers. I, I read that it was actually silk charmeuse that they cut to look like feathers. Okay. I thought that was. I don't know what charmeuse is because I don't sew things. It's like very, very light, light as Light as a feather. Uh, um, silk. <laughs> I thought it was, I, I thought that okay. we talked about this the night of, that there was a lot of bridal looks, which I yeah, was shocked. a lot of white. A lot of white. Uh, there was also a lot of yellow, but ugly yellow, which I just really want to get away from. But the Me too. But Mary Condon, um, nominated for Banshees of Inisherin, yes, yes. were a really pretty, it was like a buttery yellow dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very simple and classic and elegant. I thought she looked stunning. Um, speaking of Banshees of Inisherin, I thought Colin Farrell and his son both dressed in matching Aww. tuxedos and shoes and everything, like Super down to cute. the yeah. down to the shoes and socks they were wearing the same. Like he was just wearing a mini version. I thought they looked I loved fantastic. That. They looked great. Also, little Halle Bailey who is going to be oh, in The Little yes, Mermaid. yes, yes, the, the one the, girl wearing that beautiful aqua springy princess dress. With, and and she didn't just it looked, have really interesting boning on it? Was yeah, that the one? It had, yeah, it almost looked like a little bit corset-ish, but yeah. not enough to be inappropriate for her age or anything like that. I just thought she just looked like she stepped off of a cake. But while we're talking about them, I, I did not like the fact that it became an infomercial for the new, like in the middle of the Oscars, it became a commercial for The Little Mermaid. Did it? Yeah, was she and Melissa McCarthy when they came out, and that's and then it went right. To, it became a commercial for The Little Mermaid, and it's like, yeah, you should have cut that out of. Have them present something. I literally then make watched the, it and missed that. How did I miss that? I don't know, but that's rewatch. what it was. But huh. speaking of, and I okay. don't want to go to negative yet, but Melissa McCarthy, the two reds did not match. I couldn't get past that. She has questionable fashion choices. I actually I bought agree. some of her. Her things that she had at Macy's, like there was a, a sweater that I bought actually in two colors, which I never do that, but I loved it. Mm. Um, some of the things she designed for other people, but she designs most of her own clothes, and I mm. wouldn't publicize that. I just, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. It's they're just, and and I don't think you always have to dress flattering. I have a problem with everybody saying, "That's not flattering," but that isn't flattering if you're a size. 30 or a size three, it right. just was not flattering. Yeah. And the two reds didn't match, and I couldn't get past that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My fifth 
favorite dress was Stephanie Sue from Everything Everywhere All at Once. Oh, I that love that. That was the Barbie pink. Yeah, but it was almost like a salmon-y almost or a oh coral almost. Oh my gosh, that was and It was just gorgeous. another classic design and she looked beautiful and the, the color on her skin tone or the dark hair, she just she just I thought fantastic. she looked so beautiful and they one of the people said that all the pink dresses that was bar it's called Barbie core. I am here for the Barbie core <laughs> if that's what it is cuz I thought all the pink they showed a bunch of pink yeah. dresses. I thought they were beautiful. Mm -hmm. There was one that was not cool though. That was like the dress itself was really cool, but she was wearing this huge billowing pink cape, and she there was the, feathers oh, on yeah, the bottom yeah, oh, of it. Oh, that was Ugh. terrible! The dress, the base yeah. dress, was great, and then she great, and then she wore like a a, a formal puffer jacket over yeah. it. Yeah, it and horrible. I was like, it was the terrible. The coat was terrible. Yeah. But I have to say, best looking presenters, first award of the night, Emily Blunt and. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He Absolutely. came out in that beautiful pink satin that with pink his skin tone and his gore. Oh, and her just. white. They literally looked like they just stepped off a wedding yeah. cake. And I was just like, this is spectacular. I was going to say, Emily Blunt's was one of the white gowns that I thought, yeah. I almost didn't recognize her. She looked. I didn't realize it was her right at first yeah, either. Yeah. Um, but that dress. Yeah. And I just always look at lines. And when you have a dress with shoulders like that, it was mm -hmm. so perfectly tailored. Yeah. Not one sleeve was low, and it, like a yeah. fraction lower than the other. And it yeah. went straight across. And that's hard to do. She looked yeah. amazing. Yes, I agree. But while we're talking about, do you have bad ones too? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, okay. I Are we going to talk about another white dress? Uh-huh. The one that you're going to talk about too? <laughs> oh, my God. The white halo dress sitting in yes. the... Yes. Thames. And here's the thing. After the backlash... She got on Instagram and just wrote, oops. <laughs> I mean, you can't not know what you're doing. If you don't she know what publicity we're talking she about, I know. If you don't know what we're talking oh, yes, about, sorry. there was somebody like in the fifth row mm -hmm. wearing a halo. like, And it went probably mm -hmm. two feet off her head. It, it was like two feet circumference yes. around her head. If it, you watched the Oscars, you didn't miss it because they zeroed in on her several times. And we all said in the room that I was sitting in that I would be so pissed off if I yeah. was sitting behind her because yeah. no joke, you could not see two feet around her mm -hmm. in any direction. Yeah. And here's the thing on the red carpet, the dress itself was really a work of art. It yeah, looked, she like, looked like a piece of meringue, yeah. like a meringue confection, but you don't wear that. And, and, and that's the thing too, aerial shots of the whole the, swooping in when the show would start and stuff. You could see her just sitting. There's a uniform crowd and then there's her dress and it's well, like, what? Or if you do it, because I remember, I think Billy, um, why can't I think of his name? Who wore the dress oh, tuxedo? Porter. Porter, yeah. yeah. He wore something that was a huge headdress thing and he took it off for the Sarah. He, he wore it in. Yes. You have it detachable. Yeah. You take it off when you sit in your seat. You mm -hmm. don't wear a. You don't disrupt everybody else's good time so you can get your freaking publicity. Yeah. I'm just like, no, it was. that is to me, that is not a whoops. That's a, you knew exactly what you're doing. You wanted some press and you got it. And the height of selfishness, the totally. height of selfishness. And I found out that and the people sitting behind her doing? were friends of hers. But still, if I was her friend, I'd be like, you suck. I want to see this show. I'm at the Oscars for the first time. I just. So she was a, a nominated for co-writing. She was one of 65 people who co-wrote the very boring Rihanna song. Oh, okay. And so she was up for an Oscar for that. And I'm just like, that's a whole other show I could well, go off on. Is, since you mentioned Rihanna, you know. I didn't mind the dress she sang in, mm -hmm. but her gown that she showed up in. And my only pro first of all, 
I don't want to body shame anybody, but I don't need to see everybody sticking out belly buttons anymore. Thank you. I don't need I'm to like, see. It's your miracle, it. You're and I love again. it. I love it. It's your miracle. But I'm sorry. I am old-fashioned. Mm. Put on an Empire waist dress and cover that belly button. Mm. I'm sorry. I know we talk so much about not body shaming, and it has nothing to do that she has a big belly because I know she's pregnant. I just don't need to see it. Mm. Well, I'm sure it's also probably pretty triggering for women who just keep trying and trying and trying and can't get pregnant that the women who can are about walking around flaunting it in their faces. You know like what? That. I didn't even think I about that. I just think that's, I'm not about, I'm not saying cover up to your neck because right. it's a shame that you're pregnant, but just consider that the, that the world doesn't revolve around you and your fucking baby. Sorry. Yeah. And, and I also, yeah. And I also, the, the whole leather skirt with the train and everything Ugh. that she walked into. It's the I, Oscars, not the Grammys, I honey. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I would have hated it as much if it was not brown, but that brown color was like, it looked like it was dirty black. It looked yeah. like it was black that had been sat, sat out on the seat of my car. <laughs> <You know? laughs> anyway, yeah. Rihanna, I usually so I love the way yeah, you dress. Didn't but... love the red carpet dress. No, but you know who else I thought just looked stupid was, and I don't actually know who this girl is. Her name is Florence Pugue. Oh, yeah. She's the one who came out with the, with the, the shorts. biker shorts <laughs> under her big floofy taupe-ish The color, like, thing. yeah. And she and and her ponytail like wrapped over her head to make bangs. Yeah, that's what her how her hair was. She got on so many of the best dress lists. I'm like, what are you looking at? I saw her on several both. Like people couldn't decide from what I could tell when I was. And looking then she stuff was wearing was like, like eight inch clunky, super super mm -hmm. high, like clunky clunky shoes, like hooker pole shoes. Mm -hmm. And how do you sit in these dresses? That's what I don't understand. So, oh, here's the thing, too. Back to uh, meringue dress from yeah. Thames. She actually changed into a perfectly modest black dress for the after parties. I was like, oh, now you're going to... Now you're not going to disrupt people's view. Okay. Oh, after party. The after parties. Did you see the one from Euphoria? The trans woman yep. from Euphoria who almost, yeah. Yes, yes, Hunter yes. Taylor. Hunter Schaefer with the feather across her boobs. I'll say this. She looked better in that outfit than the actual model on the runway. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Because, well, models, again, no body shaming, but we all know they're starving. We all know that they own, they live on cigarettes and saltines and that's it. And, and so champagne. she, like these models don't really have figures because they're just supposed to be wire yeah, and racks, Schaefer you know, has a, has and this nice... girl's got some curves. Yeah. So, you know, good. I mean, on one hand, I'm like, good for you, honey. You know, as long as flaunt it while you got it. But on the other hand, I'm like, it hasn't been that warm here either. I'm like, no. she must have been freezing. That, and it, like, well, literally, what? it's one feather across her nipples. Yeah. I didn't realize she was trans. Mm -hmm. Oh, interesting. Because I haven't seen That's Euphoria. That's a big part of Euphoria. Her character. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Well, she's stunning. So I'll tell you right there. You can't tell by looking at somebody 99% oh, of the time. Yeah, you cannot. Absolutely. So if she walked into a bathroom, I wouldn't stop for one second and be worried that she's a man because she's not. Right. She's a woman. At this but, point in my life, I wouldn't care if a guy, a lumberjack with a beard showed up and went cares? to the bathroom in the stall next if to me. If there's a stall, there's a stall. Who cares? Like, we all share bathrooms at our houses, so what's the big deal? Anyway, exactly. that's another Oprah show. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, I already mentioned Allison Williams with the pink, the weird pink and the... Yeah. The, so she was... Yeah, we had them. And that, Your that covers me. Your favorite Asian guy that we've talked about, he wore the thing with the wrap around. Who? The long coat with the wrap around. Isn't that your, My your crushy guy? guy? Your crushy guy. Who was your, we did the hot. Oh, Dan, Daniel. Oh, then it's not no. him. No. There was one I can't he think wore of his name like now. a long. 
jacket like with an obi around it. I oh, loved okay. it. I didn't see that. I loved it. There were a couple of men's mm-hmm. looks, and, and unfortunately, I didn't write them all down yeah. except for Colin Farrell. But I thought mm-hmm. some of the men's looks were really great, too. Mm-hmm. I thought for the Oscars, there were very few really bad misses. I mean, of course, we're talking about the ones that really stood out. But I think yeah. there were more hits than misses this time. And that hasn't yeah. always been the case. That's true. I thought Jamie Lee's dress was fabulous. I thought it was very appropriate for her. Absolutely. And, you know, and I thought she looked great and happy and shiny and sparkly. And, oh, and I, I just you know, loved liked her, that. her hair. What did you think of Michelle Williams' dress? Oh, did I you loved see? it with the cape over it. I liked I, it. I'm on the fence. Like the dress itself, gorgeous. The cape over the cape gorgeous but then together i just felt like it made her Too look much. a little matronly it did it was make like her look beautiful matronly. but i just felt like it was it, it, it just made her look older than well she and also with the, normally the bright bright white hair and i mean the platinum mm-hmm. hair and then all white it's yeah. kind of like washed her out but yeah. she was wearing the bright red lip that redeemed yeah. it for me she has such good lips i don't beautiful know i really lips. like that dress but now that you think mm-hmm. about it like the cape over something yeah. else or the dress under like something that else. dress on michelle yo would have been perfect Perfection, I think. You know, I think Michelle Yeoh is so freaking beautiful. Anyway, I do too. I mean, she's she's so added stunning. to my. She's added to my girlfriend list. Oh really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mariska Hargitay, okay. Michelle Yeoh, and uh, Queen Latifah. Of course. Ellen. Ellen was taken off many years ago when we found out she was mean. So oh. I have. I had room for one more wife. So did you have any? We kind of got to pull this together. I think. Uh, what were your favorite moments from the show? My favorite moment when Jamie Lee talked about her parents being. Uh, when she yeah. when she just kept coming back to, I just want to. Yeah, we've won an Oscar, won an Oscar. And, then... and I felt the same thing about um, again his name. I keep messing up. He Kwan. Yeah, yeah. Um, his, you know, about the American dream, and I just yeah. want to. I was a blubbering mess during that, I, and I just Me love too. him anyway. And then and my then other favorite part is when he hugged when he hugged Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford because oh. Harrison got to announce that they won for Best Picture, and yeah, so there's all the memes s- with. Have you seen the memes of the pictures of him when he was younger with Harrison yeah. in the movie? And then, oh, just such a beautiful um, moment. Those were some of my favorite, yeah. favorite moments. Um, the most unhappy moment, though, when Jamie Lee was announced as the winner. And Miss Angela. Such side eye. Yeah. That really disappointed me. And it me. surprised me. Yeah, I was going to say it disappointed me, too. Because we all know you deserved it when you played Tina. Of we course. We know it. We know you've been, you should have had an Oscar years before now. And we can understand that you're disappointed, especially when the Nepo baby wins over you. We get that. But you know what? I just don't have any tolerance for a sore loser. I agree. Especially when your career is, she's doing movies. She's got a hit television show. She's on stage. She's doing, you're, you're good. You're good. Yeah. And then you had two... Actors come out, Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors come out and, say, and auntie. acknowledge you. Yep. Good evening, Auntie. We love you. And it's like, you know, we love you. And just don't be a sore loser, especially when you look like that. Well, and especially <laughs> you know? when you know they're going to pan to you. It's yeah. not like you don't know that's going to exactly, happen. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I was disappointed with On that. On the other too. hand, when Austin Butler was waiting to see who won his, she was sitting next to him and she was holding his hands so tight yeah. and just kept looking at him and I could tell that. So she's giving him the graciousness, thank God. It was, I just think it was a bad moment for her. I do but, too. I you do know. too. A lot of people called her out on it. Yeah. Um, and and then just should've. really quickly, because I know that, you know, Darcy is the singing coach extraordinaire. What do you mm. think of Lady Gaga's stripped down? Loved it. Yeah, me too. 
Her coming out in no makeup and like jeans and a t-shirt. To be just Stephanie makes yeah. me really happy, yeah. you know, because early in her career, nobody gave a shit when she was Stephanie Germanata, and then she had to put on meat dresses, and, that's and she why had she to did hide it. her face yep. with her hair, and she had to, be, you know, and now she can just be herself, yep. and she loves being Gaga, like she feels like I, I saw her on was it Colbert. When during the whole uh, Stars Born thing, and he said, was asking her, "Do you feel like you just got to be yourself and you know strip down like that?" And she's like, "No, actually, that felt really foreign to me." She loves to play dress the up, yeah, and I'm okay with that. But I'm also okay with her being able to say, "Be like the the music is really the focus now." Yeah, yeah, yeah. and she's the real deal. And I thought she was fantastic. I love that moment too. I really yeah. loved that moment. Yeah, um, the not too not too moment was fantastic. Yes. Oh my God! You can't not wiggle. I know. You I, know? Wanted, I could have watched them. I could have watched when they said that if you don't, if you go over, they're gonna dance you off stage. I wish they really I wish did they that. Had. I wish I they really had. wish they would have. For but sure. all in all, I thought it was a fantastic. It was a um, good show. And I'm. I actually watched it twice. Because uh, we're at a party together, yeah. and we—I was in the not quiet room, so yeah. and it was really not quiet. And I was so. too for the first time. I usually sit in the quiet room. We have two separate places at the people who host the party, and there's the quiet room where you're not allowed to talk. You're just watching the show. You can cheer when they announce your favorite, but that's about it. Yeah. You can't argue about it. You can't talk about what they're wearing. No comments from the peanut gallery, right? like in the other room yeah. where I was. But the other room was just—that was a, just a chaos. It was. <laughs> So, um, so Darcy we and I both said we rewatched. So yes, um, yeah, and it was a good show. It and was I a good Jimmy's show. Jokes about the slap were very tasteful. Were, yeah, they didn't cross any real lines, but they were. They couldn't not say something. Absolutely, I loved when he left at the end of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Years without a violent incident on the Oscars, and he put up the number one, one. and then walked away. <laughs> And I thought that was, I thought it was good. And he I thought did a so good too. Job. Um, all in all, I thought it was one of the best recent. Uh, in a what, long in time. In a long time. Yeah. In yeah. a long time. I mean, there were a lot of people who were left off the in memoriam. There always will oh be. Oh my Lord. So and, many. In exchange for paper pushers that yeah, only I, the insiders know. I don't, and it's I, like, I will never on. get that. I will never understand that. Um, I can understand producer or even casting directors, you know, once in a while, but some of these behind the scenes people, auditor, night auditor, this, yeah, I'm like, come on, night auditor at Paramount, <sighs> like, yeah, but you know, who was it they were saying they missed a really, there uh, were a couple of really there was big ones, some really yeah. big ones, I can't think of them off the top of my head, but anyway, uh, let us know what were your favorite looks, don't you, uh, if you put a picture on our Facebook page of what your favorite looks were, yeah, um, and or uh, you're not favorite, yeah, please, we love, <laughs> well, probably that's that. more fun, yeah. <laughs> Um, but thank you so much for listening. Stay safe, stay sane, and healthy and hopeful. You've been listening to And Another Thing with Darcy and Kelly. If you enjoyed the show, please tell a friend or leave a review on the platform you're listening at. You can follow us online on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Another Thing TV. Thanks, Thanks for, for your, your support. support.